Hi, this is Web37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space on all things NFTs and Web3. Hey, this is Erica Lee from 1.37 p.m. Today, join us as we chat with Dor Darcels about the history of their IP, collaborating in the Web3 space, and how their past experiences in fashion and art helped create their NFT collection. Hey guys, welcome to um, our space with Dordar Souls. We're so happy to have you guys all here to support and we're just going to dive into the history behind this collection and we know that there's a lot of rich um, art and culture and fashion that, you know, Craig Dor has been um, involved in and so we really want to kind of get in on that and just answer any questions that you guys all have as well. So um, let's get started. Hi, welcome. Would you prefer us to call you by your um, doc's name or would you just like to be called Darcel? You can call me Darcel. It keeps it simple. Hi, Erica. Thanks for having me today. Hi, it's great to talk with you. And um, so I talked with Darcel yesterday um, just to kind of go over what we would talk about today. And so it's going to be very streamlined and he has such a fascinating story story and uh, this is all before the nft collection not sure if you guys can hear me i think i'm getting rugged i think erica got rugged for a second there oh cool it's not me (laughs) i can hear you now though great i just missed the end of uh, what you were saying Oh, my question was, could you go over um, your history with art and fashion before you started this um, NFT collection? Because I know that you've been in that space for around 14 years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so I first created Darcel when I uh, moved to New York in 2008. Um, I created him originally as a, a kind of representation of me and my life in New York. So anything that Darcel would do, or excuse me, that I would do, Darcel would do, and I would illustrate him doing these uh, kind of banal things around New York, whether it's uh, getting drunk in the Lower East Side or going to an art opening. Um, Yes, I would illustrate those things and then put the illustrations online. So it kind of became like a, a, a visual diary of my life. That's kind of how it started. Yeah, and how did um you know your work with you know brands like Louis Vuitton and Colette start? Actually, pretty. I mean, thanks to to Colette, pretty early on. Um, I think I don't know the exact date, but let's say like three or four months into starting Darcel, um, I got an email from Sarah, who is one of the co-owners of Colette, with her mother Colette, um, saying that she'd seen the blog through um, a friend's recommendation, uh, a mutual friend's recommendation, and she really loved it and could we work on something together? Um, And I was just literally blown out of my chair that I was sitting on to get that kind of mail. Um, You know, I was, you know, I I have a background in illustration, so I was doing like commercial work and uh, freelancing. So to get an email from someone like that in such an esteemed position, 
uh, was really, really exciting for me. And it made me realize that, that maybe Darcel has like a kind of a unique perspective on the world. Um, and it kind of gave me encouragement to kind of, uh, push on with him over the years. Um, and yeah, I mean, here we are 14 years later, still working on it. So it's pretty exciting. I love that. And I love that he is such an important part of you as a person. And could you describe Darcel in three words for us? Self-depreciating pessimist. <laughs> love it. And I feel that that's really translated through the NFT collection. And so I want to go back to talking about, you know, so we know your background and we know that you've you know, collaborated with so many big names in the fashion world and art world. And what made you decide to kind of bring this into an NFT collection? Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, looking back, the thing that kind of made me realize that Darcel could be more than um, kind of a representation of me and could be turned into a bigger community Um it was definitely in my 2012 exhibition um, at Colette. Uh, Sarah, again, the owner, and I met up in, in New York, and she said, it's our 15-year anniversary, and we would love you to do the exhibition. And I said, that's, that's great. When is it? She's like, oh, it's four weeks away. I was like, oh, my God, okay. Um, and for whatever reason, at, at that meeting, we decided to do 150 different Darcells. Um, and all the Darcells will be representative of people in popular culture um, who have kind of influenced Colette or myself to a degree as well over the years. Um, so it was the first time that I kind of drawn Darcell with like different personas. Um, in this case, it was like more celebrity driven. I had to draw like Karl Lagerfeld, um, Kanye, Pharrell, Brianna, like um, big, big names in popular culture. Um, but it made me realize that I can, even though Darcel is a very simplistic shape, um, just by tweaking a couple of features, um, I can give him like a totally different personality. Uh, and so I guess that was like, obviously NFTs and PFPs didn't exist back then. But um, yeah, that was the first time I kind of realized that I could build a community for there. And actually after the exhibition, a lot of people started using uh, the Darcels from that exhibition as their PFPs. Um, so it kind of built this little uh mini community. I've been calling it like PFBs before PFBs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I love that you mentioned those traits because I was just about to ask you that next. I know that you paid homage to, you know, um, icons like Carl Lagerfeld and um, even um, the editor-in-chief of Vogue, Anna Wintour. And can you just tell us about those specific traits? And I know that, um, for example, for Anna, it's like the bangs um the curtain veins i believe or what did you call it um and there are so many other traits that people might not know about that aren't just random things that they're wearing or random hairstyles they actually mean something that's part of you and part of your journey in the art world and so i would love for you to just say a couple of examples yeah i mean a, a, a couple of the the hairstyles in the in the 10k collection from um, that original exhibition uh, at Colette. I thought it was a nice way to like reference um, Darcel's past and to bring it into to Web3. So yeah, there's like a nod to Anna Wintour's um, kind of blunt bob in the collection. Um, I, I noticed someone the other day had noticed that there's a star called uh, 
polo, I think, a hairstyle in the collection. That's a reference to um, Ralph Lauren's hair that I originally did in the Colette show. Um, so, yeah, nice nods to Darcel's past. I, I will also say, like, some of the other traits are nods um, in different ways to funny parts of Darcel's life, like the arm trait that's called uh, muscle where actually it's like an inverted muscle, which is a, a reference to a couple of blog posts that I've done about Darcel and myself, you know, futile attempts at going to the gym sort of thing. So yeah, there's lots of, lots of references from his, his past, like weaved into the collection. I love that. And I know that you mentioned that the muscle trait was one of your favorites. And so shout out to anyone who has that in the audience right now. I see that your community has shown up very well here um, in this space. And I think it's amazing what you've built together with them. And I want to ask you about the mint. I know that when you first started the collection, the mint was more of a slow and steady rather than um, very overhyped like many other projects are. Do you think that that was a good thing for the project? And how do you feel about it suddenly pumping so hard right now? I, for me, like the, the minting process in terms of like the build of the project, I, I could not have asked for, for anything better from the community. Um, I, I, it sounds crazy to say in hindsight, but I always wanted it to be something that was kind of a uh, building as we went into minting. I can't imagine the pressure that other projects have that have like, you know, a couple hundred thousand people super excited about minting because, uh, you know, inevitably people are going to get disappointed. They can't mint. Um, plus it creates like insane pressure on the founders as well. Um, so for me to like ease into the minting like that was, um, just like the best case scenario. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm super happy with how it's going so far and I really can only thank the community for that. Um, I feel like our discord and, and, and Twitter is like such a friendly, amazing, welcoming community. Uh, and that's part of the reason I think um, that has been like kind of led to the success so far. So thanks, fam. I see all your PFEs out there. Thanks for listening in. <laughs> and, you know, Darcel has so many different expressions. Like you said, he's a very um, expressive character. He uh, um, is very self-deprecating and pessimistic and sassy. What are some of your favorite expressions that he has? Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, Darcel has a sense of humor. If I had to choose a fourth word, it would be humor. So it's kind of a combination of those things. Um, whilst I take what I do super seriously, like it, it, I guess maybe it's my Australianness too, it gives me a good um, sense of humor about things. So I love being able to uh, inject that into the PFP collection as well. So I love that it's like a uh, uh, like fifty percent um, uh, dour trait. So there's always like a frown or an ambivalent mouth going on. It kind of sets sets the tone, and it's a nice contrast to like the super bright puppy colors in the rest of the collection. Um, I really love the, um, the, the beer and the champagne traits. Um, they're part of the arm traits just because it's like kind of silly and funny and like, it's just, yeah, it's about having a sense of fun. Um, and that's important to me for the collection. Awesome. And that's so true. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And one more thing that I feel like a lot of people don't know is that you very intentionally made this project have an equal amount of feminine traits 
to more gender neutral and masculine traits. And I want to ask you why that was so important to you um, in this space, in the NFT space, in the crypto space, and what kind of response have you been getting um, with having that representation for women? Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, it's super important to have um, representation. Um, you know, some PFP projects can be a little bit, bit bro culture. So I thought it was nice to like bring the balance to like a, an equal split, um, masculine and feminine. And then there's like a, a definitely an area in the middle where a lot of the cells like kind of gender neutral as two. Um, and I think that's great because then you can assign a Darcel that you feel fits your personality best, you know? Um, I, to be honest, it was never like a thing that we really thought too much about. It was just seemed like a super obvious thing to do. Uh, maybe because Darcel comes from the, the fashion world. It, it, it's always been like a, a good mix of like uh, masculine and feminine traits that I've always drawn with uh, with him. So yeah, it kind of came naturally, and then halfway through, it was like, okay, this this separates it a little bit too. What, what I have loved the most, though, with having um, like different gender traits, is that it's enabled like um, couples to kind of collect together, which uh, well, heterosexual couples, I guess. Um, like you, uh, one of our community members, um, Honest Crooks, has been doing like uh, double dowers or dower doubles. I can't remember which which way around it is. Um, where it's like couples that have collected together and they're, they're kind of Darcel PFPs match. Um, and I thought that was really great. It's like something that people can do together. So it was a nice kind of extra addition to it. I love that. And I also love that you were really honest about, no, like I wasn't trying to do that on purpose. I just felt that it was necessary naturally. And so I think that's even better. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that you clarified that. So thank you. I see that there are some people who are requesting um, to go up. We'll have a time for questions towards the end. So don't worry, I didn't forget about you. I'll let you up soon. And um, just another reminder that even if you miss part of this talk or if you have to hop out early, we'll have this recording on Spotify. A lot of people don't know that we actually save our recordings on Spotify. So that's great. And thank you to everyone who's tuning in from a time zone that is kind of maybe not as, um, you know, people coming in at 3 a.m. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And just um, the next question I want to ask is, what is something that has really surprised you that you didn't expect about being a founder of an NFT project? I think you have certain expectations about w what it will take to, to create a project like this. And definitely being like in the Web3 space, you think you have a handle on things and then every day it changes. <laughs> every day it's like a new situation or something has shifted in the community or um, a perception of a particular part of the community changes. So it, the, I guess it's probably the rapid fire nature um, more than anything that's been surprising. Um, but that's kind of what gets me excited about it too. Like we're, you know, we're so early, everything keeps changes all the time. There's so much flexibility for like the kind of creativity that I want to bring to the project. Um, that, like everyone says, the possibilities are literally endless at this stage. Um, so I, I'm excited to be at this stage um, and just to kind of experiment with ideas and, and see what happens. Awesome. What 
is next on your roadmap and how are you constructing the roadmap to kind of make, you know, make sure that expectations aren't too high, but that you also can deliver something that you feel is good and important for the project. Yeah, this is one of the things that I, I, uh, I get a little bit scared about in the space, not for me personally, but, um, just for other projects, like with Dowered Ourselves, we've always been like um, very open and honest that we're going to under-promise and over-deliver. Um, we never wanted to be the kind of project that created this insane roadmap and promised the world, um, but couldn't actually deliver on it after minting. So we've, we've always been, again, we're only like eight days old here. <laughs> so we're just getting started. But uh, we've all so far been very, very cautious about the kind of things that we promise and uh, we'll be releasing. So for us, it's more about like having a, a really smart attitude about the brand and how do we maintain it long term, not just for the next two weeks or 30 days or, or even three months. What's year two? How do we, how do we keep traction going until that point? Um, and I would say just um, because I have uh, been doing Darcel for like 14 years now, I kind of know how to like sustain a project. Um, and of course the key, like I just said, is to not rush things out, to make sure that you make the right collaborations and the right choices and to span them out over time. So yeah, it's going to be about um, careful releases, smart releases, and not trying to do everything in the, in the first month. I think that's really, really great because, you know, in this space, People are aware everything is go, go, go. Everything is hype. Everything is we want this now. And after you deliver that, people always want more. And so you kind of going against that and saying, hey, I really want to be careful. I really want to go slow. And I really want to under promise and over deliver. I think that's really amazing. And I think that that really speaks to your experience, just not just in the fashion and art world, but just as a business person in general, you know that the long game is really important. And so, yeah, I think that's really great. And I also yeah. just want to ask, since one of the next things on your roadmap is the collaboration that you just um, announced with Colette yesterday, right. a lot of people who are in the fashion world know that Colette is a big brand, but there are a lot of people who are in the NFT space who have never heard of Colette's. And I know that, you know, you guys are great friends and that was one of your first big collaborations. So it's kind of like a full circle moment to work together again. Could you just give a background on Colette and why it's so, why it's so iconic as a brand for people who aren't aware and why that, why this is such a big announcement? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of points in there. The first would be, it would have been really easy to like start hyping and promising this collaboration pre-mint, but I really intentionally wanted to make the decision to do it after the mint, to let the initial mint be the focus for the Genesis collection and then um, focus on the first utility, which is this collaboration with Colette. Um, and yeah, even though I said we're going to be slow and careful, and we have been, um, it's only been eight days and we're already announcing a Colette collaboration. So I, I guess that's a bit hypocritical because things are moving um, pretty quickly, but it's been a long time. Um, yeah, so Colette, it's actually closed. It closed a few years ago, but it was um, kind of the first like um, 
global store that like fused um, super high-end luxury with like uh, streetwear and things that you could pick up as a tourist in Paris. It, it was based in Paris. Um, it kind of got to the point where it was so iconic that you would go to, to Paris and you'd go to the Eiffel Tower, you'd go to the Louvre, and you'd also go to Colette. And maybe when you were at Colette, you'd see like Kanye there or Karl Lagerfeld. This kind of like mix of like high and low is really what made um, Colette super special. Um, and yeah, because I'd been working with them for so long too, it seemed like the perfect collaboration to like, yeah, like you say, that full circle moment where it's kind of like Darcel's origin story mixed with where he is now. So like taking Web 2 to Web 3. Um, and it, it plays a little bit into my vision for Dao and Darcel's too, which is to like onboard more uh, Web 2 brands into Web 3. I think that's going to be a really fun process. Um, and I think, again, it's going to be something that's going to give longevity to the Dao and Darcel's brand too. Thank you so much for explaining. And we love that. We love the full circle. And something that I want to ask you as well is that, do you feel like Darcel is an extension of who you are? Or do you think you're 100% Darcel? Like what percent of you is Darcel? And do you feel like Darcel is more of your alter ego? Could you just kind of explain what kind of you know, is it like Beyonce and like Sasha Fear? I mean, sorry, that's like a really bad example, but you know what I mean. So. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, uh, yeah, the original Darcel, the OG Darcel that I did in 2008, he, he's probably a 95% representation of me. Um, so uh, uh, if anyone's interested in the Darcel history, you can go to darceldisappoints.com. That's kind of where um, all the original um is hosted. Very few things that Darcel did on that website, I, I, I have not done. Um, and I think in a way, like kind of cataloging his journey has been like a kind of a cathartic process for me. Darcel has kind of acted like my therapist, I guess, over the years. Like the stuff that I can make him say or make him do um, on the website is maybe stuff that I can't say in real life. There's only some of the heavier posts. There's a lot, um, a lot, a lot of lightweight ones too. Um, but I, it, it sounds so strange to say, but he's definitely kind of been my friend over the years as well. Even though he's a representation of me, um, it, it's definitely weird talking about him in the third person. Sometimes I talk about him in the first person. It's a, it's a strange relationship. But I, I love that Darrod ourselves is like a divergence from that. It's, uh, it's creating like instead of putting the focus on this original OG Darcel, it's creating the Darcel world that everyone can be a part of. I love that. Everyone is Darcel. <laughs> um, what is something that you feel is your goal in the Web3 space? Something that you're like, hey, I really want to do this, or I really want this to happen in the near future. I know that you have your secret plan, so maybe something not so secret that you want to share. Sorry, I think I'm getting rugged a bit. Um, yeah, there's plenty of projects that were, or collaborations and utilities that we're working on at the moment. Um, it's nothing that I can announce immediately. And again, it takes time to, to figure these things out and to do them properly. Um, but rest assured, there's, there's plenty of cool stuff on the horizon. Um, and it'll be released in due course. 
Awesome. And I know that there are a lot of people that want to ask questions. And so we're going to have our POAP guy, Shami, Shami p- come up and then he's going to explain what's going on with that. And then we're going to start um, getting people up to ask questions. So please request if you have anything to ask yourself. Is Brandon coming up? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes, we can. Amazing. Thank you for that confirmation. Um, so unfortunately, having some slight issues with the POAP secret word it has been approved on their end. But when I type it into the app, it's not working. I'm working with one of their devs to try to get it solved right now. So just in the meantime, please hold tight and hopefully by the end of the space, we'll have something for you. And if that's not the case, going to drive everyone to our Discord. So then when the secret word is approved, I can send out the blast notification there and hopefully everyone in the space can get it. I know it's not the most, uh, it's not the best way to distribute this POAP, but with 300 people in the space, sending everyone a link would take forever. So wanted to do what I think would be best is to eventually drive people to our Discord to claim. So for right now, just hang tight. Let's go through the Q&A. Uh, I'll pop on back at the end to give an update, but uh, I'll, I'll have more information hopefully within the next half an hour as to when and where we'll be claiming. So please just hold tight and thank you for your patience. Yes, and we have the Discord pinned up there if you want to join. So either way, you will be getting your POAP. It'll just be a matter of now or later. So thank you so much for the update. And it looks very cool. So you really have to stay for this, guys. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to bring up Miyu. I think people are getting uh, rugged big time. We can hear you. Oh, hey. Oh, awesome. Mr. Darcel, pleased to meet you again. So, you know, I think one of the, one of the main things I'd like to ask, and, you know, we all live in, um, in a society where we take um, ideas from the things around us. But tell me, did, did, did Mike Wazowski from Pixar ever enter your mind when you were thinking about drawing the first Darcel? You're definitely not the first person to ask that for sure. Uh, no, it didn't. It's a it's a happy coincidence, but um, I think it's cool that kind of like direct reference to to him. Uh, cycloptic eye, vague egg shape, spindly legs. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, the The reason I drew Darcel the way that I did is because a friend at the time uh, was referring to himself as egg on stilts. And he was referring to like having like skinny legs and like a not so skinny upper <laughs> section. So I kind of like took that uh, expression and that's kind of where Darcel's shape came from. Yeah, I mean, Mike Wazowski is one of the most uh, famous things. So, you know, it's just, it was just normal. I mean, it looks great. Your art, love it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely not the first person to make that comment. And I'm glad that, you know, someone asked that and you were able to answer that in a very open-minded way. Obviously, they're two different projects. And um, 
Darcel is completely independent, but you know, he was a very good sport about answering that. <laughs> Anyways, um, Yusuf, how are you? Um, what do you have to add? Hi, everyone. Great to be here. I've actually uh, been a part of the Darcel family for a week now, and I've gotten the chance to speak to uh, Craig uh, on another spaces. I guess this time around, my question is um, regarding like, you know, you just announced your collab with Colette. And I'm wondering whether the Darcel collection is um, going to be more uh, focused around fashion collaborations and partnerships, or, or are you looking more to are you looking to differentiate and just do a bunch of different collaborations between um, industries outside of fashion and art? Hey Yusuf, um, that's a good question. I think there'll probably be like a little fashion tilt to it, just because of Darcel's background. But also, if you look at like Darcel's history up until now, um, the kind of projects that I've collaborated on are pretty eclectic. Um, everything from fashion brands to uh, like, excuse me, the project I did for Coca-Cola, for example, which was like glassware. Um, a project I did with Colette with IKEA. We designed like a whole IKEA collection, um, which was furniture and kind of like accessories around the home. Um, one of the beautiful things about Darcel is that he's so simple that you can kind of like take uh, his shapes and like use them in so many different ways. Um, for example, the IKEA collection, a lot of the furniture pieces um, or the accessories were like based on like his egg form. So even though I was accustomed to seeing Darcel as like a two-dimensional figure, uh, it was kind of cool to like place him into a, a, a different context. How do you take uh, the simple forms that, that Darcel is made of and turn them into like functional furniture pieces? Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, it'll probably have a fashion tilt, but like I'm thinking of like some of the next collaborations that we'll have coming up uh, in the coming months are a little more product centric and not necessarily in fashion. So I, I would like to have a, a mix for sure. Awesome. Well, that's really exciting to hear. I'm obviously a big fan of fashion, so I appreciate seeing collabs like you, like the one with Colette. Um, but I guess it would definitely be cool to see what's next. And speaking on those products, are those physical products or are you speaking more um, virtual? I appreciate the question, but I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. No worries, I get it. Thank you so much. Do you have any other questions, Yusuf, or is that pretty much it? Um, off the top of my head, that's pretty much it. But um, I, I guess my, I, I did wonder what got um, Craig into you know Web three and and what validated it for him as his like new new entry into a new space um i, I i'm gonna guess like most people i got into it like in the, you know the heights of the pandemic through extreme boredom um, um and having a lot of time on my hands uh kind of went deep into nfts and web3 um started by doing some one-of-ones um and then ended up using the funds up from that to start collecting um, and then as I got more and more into it, I started thinking back to the uh, exhibition I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, which was like, wait, I've kind of already done a PFP project. Like, it makes sense to transition Darcel into um, 
uh, yeah, into Web3. So it was, it was kind of like a thought process, I guess, during the pandemic. Um, and it took us like almost six months to create and release the project. So it's taken a substantial amount of time. And like, obviously, during that time, I've gone deeper and deeper, deeper, deeper into Web3. It's been a, it's been a really fascinating um, process. And I, I'm so glad that I did it. It's been lots of fun. Awesome. And next we can have Smiles and then we'll have Brandon. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Hello. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, well, uh, thank you, 1.37 p.m. for hosting this and Erica Lee as well. Um, shout outs to Bernardo, who's always being active in the community. And thank you, Craig, for creating such a marvelous character like over a decade ago first um i just had a question does darcel have any like in this darcel universe are there any other characters or have you ever thought of pets or like are other e characters existent in this space yeah that's a good question wait first of all i hope you have that i hope that is your like your oh yeah team. Yes, it's so good yes, <laughs> you got sir. a great one i i had to get it <laughs> motocross it. helmet mixed with leopard print t-shirt mm -hmm. on an orange background perfect it also has a toothpick which is amazing hiding under the helmet somewhere <laughs> yes. okay i i kind of i really i remember that one from the collection like when we were uh Obviously, all the artwork was like randomly generated, but then we like curated every single one of the two thousand of ten thousand. Some didn't need it; some needed a few tweaks here and there. So I, I definitely remember your one. Um, yeah, there's been pets actually. Like in in uh, pre pre dowered ourselves, I've drawn pets and stuff, um, and definitely like part of a ten k collection is like thinking about a companion release um, or a secondary drop, and I think. Yeah, pets is one option for sure. And I got a few other ideas for for uh, for drops as well. So it's on my mind and I've actually already started drawing some stuff. It's going to take a while for, for it to come out. But yeah, I love the idea of like building the world bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So um, yeah, that stuff will come eventually for sure. Well, that is sick to hear. Um, yeah, I, I hope you can keep expanding. And I hope all your future works are as successful or even more successful than Darcel disappoint. That's very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you, Erica. Thank and you. thank you, 137 again. But Erica, I would love to be able to, to pop in here real quick because we have some updates about the POAP, if that's all right. Yes, I'm sure everyone is very excited for this update. Amazing. Well, the update is it's working. So good news to, to claim today's co-op. The secret word is working on cue with the SFX. Good job, Nick. Um, so for today, for today's POAP, you'll need the mobile app, which you can download in the Google Play or Apple App Store. So make sure if you don't have it, you can get that now. If you do, do have it, make sure you have the most updated version of the app so this works as best as it can. Now, once you have the app and you have it open, on the bottom right-hand corner, please hit the Mint button. And then when that pops up, you'll have a menu of options. Please select the top one, which says Secret Word. 
And today's secret word is inspired by the Darcells themselves. But I took a different route and didn't think Mike Wazowski. I thought of Metallica. I, I don't know if it's ironic, but that's what I thought of. And the song Enter Sandman, where they say sleep with one eye open. So since it has one eye, the Darcells have one eye. Today's <laughs> secret word is Enter Sandman. All lowercase, no spaces, spelt just like the song from Metallica. That is Enter Sandman. What's the app again? Poap, P-O-A-P. And the app itself looks like a little badge icon. It's, it's pretty much purple with pink ribbons on it. And it's going to ask you to connect just whatever wallet you have. So that, that, that uh, your MetaMask uh, wallet address is going to ask you to input that just so it can store your PO apps on the app itself. And then you can also view them later uh, elsewhere. But to repeat again, the secret word is enter Sandman. It's all one word all lowercase, spelt the same way as the Metallica song. And it looks like people are claiming it. There are 49 claims so far. So uh, that makes me believe I'm speaking clearly. Do you have to download an app? You have to download an app, correct. Okay. It is called POA, P-O-A-P. You can either get in the Google Play mm -hmm. or Apple App Store. Got it. And for context, there is a finite amount of, of poll apps to be claimed with the secret word. If by chance they run out in the time that you download the app, please DM, reach, reach, DM me personally, and I'll send you a link that you can claim it as well to make sure you get it. So by, by off chance, because there are poll app farmers out there who will just try to claim and claim all of them. Um, if it happens to be out by the time you download it, just please DM me. I'll answer you back with a link for you to download it. So I'll make sure that everyone, all 400 people, all 421 people here can get one. So do it now. Do it fast because there's only 600 of them. Enter Sandman is your secret word. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. It looks really great. If people haven't claimed it yet, it actually moves too. Um, it blinks. So it's really great. Um, and just to reiterate, um, if you aren't able to claim it or you're just kind of taking a while, you can always DM um, him directly and he can give you a link to claim. And I just don't want to take too much time because I know there are a lot of people who are asking questions. And so we'll go with Brandon and then we'll go with Just Do It and then We Drips. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate the opportunity to be up here and uh, certainly love everything that's happening so far. Um, my question is, out, it, like, you chose a route with the IP of, having, of providing a limited license, uh, limited use. And I, and I love that. And that was one of the things that drew me into just going in on the project. And I wanted to see if you could share a little bit of details on that, like your decision-making on, on that specific use case for the IP, um, as well as maybe explain to the audience, you know, who may not even know that there is um, an opportunity with the IP. Yeah, that was, um, that was a really hard decision to come to. Um, obviously, expectations um, with PAP projects is that you not always, but often have like uh, IP rights with your NFT um, in terms of like being able to monetize it. 
uh, and bringing like a pre-existing character who's been around for so long into a project and then like handing over IP rights. I mean, that, that's a big deal for me, at least, um, who's in, invested so much time uh, and effort into building um, Darcel into what he is today. Um, yeah, so what I decided to, to go with, uh, and this is an, always going to be evolving. It may, it may go up in value. Uh, over time, but for now, it's a uh, fifty US fifty thousand a year IP rights to people that own um, or are token holders of Darada cells. Uh, it's related specifically to products and merchandise, so um, token holders can monetize their token on T-shirts or whatever it is that they they would like to be able to to create and sell. Um, yeah, it, it it is a really complicated thing, you know, like bringing a character in and like handing over rights to it. But and my feeling is if the intention and my intention is to be able to hand Darcel over to the community, then hand in hand with that is handing over um, IP rights to a certain degree as well. So that, that's kind of how I came to the decision. Awesome. Thank you so much for that explanation. I absolutely love it and excited to explore uh, the possibilities with that IP. Thank you. Thanks, Brennan. Thank you so much for asking about the IP. That's something that I was going to do, but I forgot. So thank you so much. Um, next, we have Just Do It, and then we'll have We Drips, and then AK. Did he? Did he get rugged? Okay. Well, We Drips. Oh, he's back. He's back. Erica, sorry, do you mind if I go? <laughs> yeah, Artemis, just go. Okay, I appreciate it. Um, so, Darcel, as a uh, former founder, I'm also a community manager for a new blockchain called Airwire. I completely just want to say congratulations on the drop and just how well you guys have gone about it. Um, Yusef earlier kind of answered my question, but my question to you, I've been a part of Bored Apes and uh, have a rare Murakami clone X. And so there's just a type of model that's kind of going around right now that I'm sure you're aware of, but I just kind of wanted to pick your brain and see where you're at with Darcells because I found them, I say a week ago, and immediately my heart jumped. I liquidated as much stuff as I could and just got as many Darcells as I could because the art's amazing, and I feel like from the words that you spoke on this previous space, I felt like you were in the space for a little bit. So I just kind of want to confirm that you understand what the people want and what's expected, and there are going to be some physical rewards, but also some virtual rewards as well without spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a collector too, so I I I understand like from uh, from both sides of the equation. Um, I, I uh, there will be absolutely both 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 product both uh, and uh, you know drops as well for sure. I, I'm really interested in like just from my own personal perspective, the kind of projects that I'm drawn to are ones that mix IRL elements with um, metaverse elements. So that that's kind of like where my head is at with Darada cells. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to just rush stuff out for the sake of it. It's going to be stuff that like fits, um, fits within that world. Um, yeah, if it's, uh, you know, people are drawn to particular types of projects for, for, for different things, right? Um, and and Darcel always has had the art as its kind of like 
lead. Um, they're the kind of projects that that I'm drawn to, you know, Doodles, Clonex, um, that 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 kind of lead with the art, and then all the other factors fall in line behind that utilities, the IRL events. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where my my brain's at at the moment. Awesome, awesome. So I did notice Takashi and Benoit follows Colette. So is there a potential RTF artifact collab maybe coming in the future? <laughs> No, no pressure, right? <laughs> no, no pressure. I'm sorry. I'm just too excited. <laughs> I, uh, I will remind you that Darados is eight days old. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I know that Colette and uh, oh, Sarah from Colette and Takashi are, are good friends for sure. I've never met Takashi myself. Um, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Hey, well, you will. I'm going to manifest it for you. I appreciate it. Congratulations <laughs> and thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Of course. Hey, just do it. I see that you're back. If you want to ask your question, um, you can. If you're, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I got rug for some reason. I don't know. It's all good though. Hey, how's it going, Craig? Um, I saw you just um say something about Clone X and it gave me um an opportunity to throw in my little two cents about possibly what you could be doing. If you're a fan of Clone X, are you a fan of what they're doing with the pods and whatnot? I am a Clonex fan. I have a Clonex myself. I I think that they are absolute geniuses. Um, and the kind of stuff that they're leaning into with the pod and the monolith, like it, it plays into their strengths for sure. Uh, and their strengths are going to be different from my strengths. So I, I think the model that they are following, again, this is just my humble opinion, but is uh, it, it really works perfectly for the, their kind of specialties. Um, the kind of stuff that we will be doing will be obviously a little bit different because they're coming at it from a, um, a different angle. But yeah, they're they're killing it for sure. All right, that's cool. And another question I wanted to ask, um, just because I know it plays a big part in the birth of Darcel and where it started. Um, are there going to be any um, ties to New York further um, in the expansion of his journey and his story? Um, yeah. That's a good question. You know what? I, I confess to have not having thought about that. That is a great idea. It makes total sense because the kind of way that I, I drew the, um, the Darrodos Hell world, like they are the kind of characters that you see in the streets of New York. Like I think probably subconsciously I was uh, doing that when I started initially drawing them up. Um, but yeah, that's a really good idea. I, I hadn't crossed my mind, but there has to be some kind of New York centric utility happening. I'm going to take that. Thank you. <laughs> no further <Thank> questions. You. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Got it. Um, we're kind of like short on time, so I just want to make sure everyone can talk. But just to plug this one more time, for people who joined late, we'll have the full recording of this podcast of this space on our podcast on Spotify and on Apple. So um, it is pinned up here if you want to check it out. So I know that We Drips has been waiting for a while if you want to talk and then AK as well. And we have Frankie from Poop here too. So welcome Frankie if you want to say anything after these people talk. Yeah, I just wanted to congratulate you guys on the whole launch. It's been very successful. I see you guys got a lot of 
people that are huge in the NFT community here. You got Willie Bullish, the Deegan, the King himself in here listening. And uh, my my question was exactly, uh, do you guys plan on uh, doing Sandbox or like creating your own? Uh, Have you had any thoughts on that? The Central Land? Yeah, we, we have started discussing like where we kind of want to park ourselves. We, we haven't decided fully yet, but um, it, it's definitely part of an ongoing discussion. Um, but also thank you for the shout out on the Mint, um, which reminds me that I should properly thank everyone involved in this project. Sorry to do an Academy Award speech, but I see um, uh, Bernardo and TP and Alt from Schiller are also here who are integral to the um, kind of uh, success of the Mint. Um, uh, West Coast NFTs who did the, um, the, who were the devs on the project, you know, they also did doodles and, uh, MFs, uh, and also the 3d people that worked on the team impact and, um, bon bon, like creating the team is like the most important part of this process. I've just been so lucky to like work with the right people and it, it, it has really made the whole process, um, pleasurable. And part of the reason that I'm standing here today talking to you all guys, so Thanks to those. Uh, oh, Adam's here as well. Adam is our incredible uh, web god. He's created like uh, DowardOurselves.io and also the new website for Colette, DowardOurselves.io slash Colette. Um, yeah, so a big thanks to all those guys. All right. Well, that answers my question. But yeah, thanks for letting me speak. And uh, you guys did a great job and just the whole thing, just from setup to mint to everything. It was just perfect. Uh, I see a lot of MFers out there too that support you guys. So shout out to all you MFers and you ape or you ape ape holders and uh mad love. Appreciate you. Hello. Um, hey, thank hey, you. Okay, I just wanted to say thank you, uh, Darcel and One Three Seven, for this opportunity. It has been great being part of the Darcel community, and for some reason, I just feel drawn to it. Even though I haven't minted any, um, the way he's sarcastic about everything, and he posted something about and a miserable Christmas to you too. So it's both humorous and sad <laughs> at the same time. And I just wanted to say congratulations for being a week and a half old. Thank you. I'm glad you remembered that uh, that Christmas post. That's one of the uh, funny ones. Okay, he's talking about a post I did on, on Darcel Disappoints one year, which was uh, a true story. Um, it's an illustration of Darcel holding a, a toothbrush on Christmas morning, um, which my aunt gave to me, <laughs> a toothbrush one year. Um, so it was like uh, illustrating that and capturing that moment. It was really funny. <laughs> we're gonna have Frankie and then we're gonna have Veg and then we're gonna wrap this up. Hey, I had a quick question about um it, maybe it's more of a conversation start. Um, how do you feel in regards to the NFT marketplaces kind of have become the new IP marketplaces? Um coming late to the cast, I might have missed this, but just with uh, the, the limited IP rights that you have for owners of Darcells, where do you see that uh, developments happening within the larger NFT community? 
And then my second question, um, which is unrelated, um, in terms of IRL communities, how do you see Darcells bringing uh, people in the Web3 space, crypto native and non-native, uh, together for real world events um, and spaces? It's two big questions. Um, in terms of like how to bring the communities together, uh, do you mean like in a metaphorical sense, in, as i.e., like bringing Web two into Web three, a Web two brands, for example, like call it into Web three, or do you mean like actually uh, uh, doing events? I, I meant actually doing events, but I, I think the the other kind of it, it kind of happens on its own. But yeah, I, I meant uh, actual actual events. Yeah, I think uh, I think events are going to be fun to do. Um, I have a history, uh, sorry, in my other life of doing uh, installations and stuff like that. It's kind of like what I do also aside from Darcel. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about being able to do uh, Darcel events. I, I would say, again, we're only a week old, so I, there's no massive events planned just yet. But again, it's something that we have uh, been thinking about and talking about. And there's going to be opportunities that have come up and have actually already come up um, to be able to do those kind of events. So yeah, the minute that we can, we absolutely will. I, uh, I'm, I'm really fun to, I'm really excited about like staging a space. That's going to be rad. Uh, the second, sorry, the first question was about IP rights. Um, are you asking like how, how I, how I see the limited IP rights that, that I have, how that applies to people or? I was just uh, asking based on, uh, based on your project, where do you see the, the space going? Do you see it more going towards like NFT marketplaces oh. being more for limited rights or um, IP marketplaces in general? Um, I was just curious about what do you think about current advancements, especially uh, in, in regards to what NFTs have uh, currently brought us? Yeah, I think there's always going to be a spectrum. I think there's always going to be projects where I have uh, full IP rights handed over to token holders. Um, and I think it's going to go all the way back to other projects that don't allow, as there are many right now, that don't allow any IP right at all. Um, I don't, I don't, there is a kind of an expectation that an artist should just hand over all the IP rights with PFP projects. Um, I personally think that uh, in, in our case, like because of Darcel's 14-year history, um, allowing 50K per year in IP rights is pretty amazing. Um, so I, I think it's kind of relevant to, uh, specific to each project and each project will, will figure out whatever suits, suits them. I don't think it should be like a sweeping um, rule that kind of applies to everyone. Got it. Thank you so much. Um, great questions. And um, we just want to talk about the POAP one more time. Some people are having issues and then we'll end it with Fedge. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. And then that's it. Thank you so much for almost 500 people tuning into this space. And thank you so much to Darcel as well. Yeah, amazing. Erica, thank you so much for hosting this space. It's been the same without you. Um, so the, the POAP issue has been resolved in terms of the secret word working, but since there was only, I would say, about 500 available and the space is so big, not everyone here was able to get their POAP in time. And I know for some people it loaded later, so please just refresh your app and make sure that uh, it's most updated to, to see if it populates. But in the off chance you still didn't get it, especially if this is your first time, I do want to make sure you do get your first POAP. 
I'm going to regret doing this, but I just tweeted out my email address. Please, and I want to do this in email so it's easier to filter through, uh, except my DMs are getting flooded right now and I don't want to go that way. Please email me your Twitter handle. Please just email me and put POAP in the title and I'll respond with a private link for you to claim. I would say DM, but in the past I've been flagged for sending links and Twitter thinks I'm spamming. So to prevent that, I want to do this over an email. So I'll say once more so it's very clear. Email me with the word POAP in the, in the header if you have not received today's POAP. I want to make sure we get it to you. So do that. Email me, and I'll email you back a link to claim. If you want to include your Twitter handle, sure, I'll follow you back. But email me, put POAP in title if you do not claim today's and you attended this space. Thank you. And Shami's email is pinned to the top of the spaces as well. Let's just dox me up. Thank you, James. And okay. then Fedge. Hey, what's up, everybody? Congrats on the fantastic launch of the set. Um, been a longtime fan. Got my first physical pieces of yours back in 2012 at Colette. Um, so yeah, I've been with you for the whole journey. A uh, question was about the IP rights. If we'll be able to get like a high res version of our files so that we can do the larger printing. So I know the images, I think 72 DPI that we get through the actual thing. So yeah, other than that, uh, congrats and continued success. Thank you. Uh, talking to the devs today about that kind of stuff, um, about how we figure out how to do high res. It's something that we want to do. It's going to take some time um, just in terms of like, we're trying to figure out exactly how we do it at the moment. Obviously, when you do a PFP project, you don't want the file size to be massive because then OpenC is going to, uh, you know, is not going to be happy at all. So unfortunately, it's going to have to be like another, um, another render. But we, yeah, we're, we're literally talking about it today and trying to figure it out. It, it'll take some time, but we'll get there. Yeah, fantastic. 10,000 takes quite a bit of time, I'm sure. So that's great to hear it's coming. Awesome. And then I believe Erica has to bounce. So I'll just wrap it up. Um, if you have any final words, um, you can like go ahead and, uh, you know, say some thank yous or, or whatever's on your mind. And then we can wrap this up. Yeah, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for supporting the project. Thanks to all the community that turned up. Um, yeah, looking forward to what's next. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. It, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Hey, this is Erica Lee again. Thank you so much for tuning in as we learn more about Dor Darshil and his project. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe for more. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 1.37 p.m.